Hello, everybody! What a weekend for Bellator. It was awesome. It's huge. Uh, Baker is here. He is just in the restroom right now, but uh, he will be here shortly. I think he's just doing a number one, and uh, shouldn't take long because the urine's coming from a short hose, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Got a little dick. Uh, but yeah, it, it was a big week, and uh, I think Fedor, I was picking Fedor to win like a dumbass looking back on it. I feel kind of stupid. And uh, But yeah, I just, Bader, <coughs> Fedor didn't have a chin, I thought that he had, to be honest with you. And uh, Bader looked awesome. He, he is, I think he's probably the best fighter that Bellator's ever had. Uh, and we're going to talk, me and Baker are going to talk about what's next for uh, Bader. If that possible Jay Gard Musasi match. Something like that wouldn't be cool, cool to see. Uh, well, Baker's back. And uh, before we get into the MMA discussion, we have a good friend of ours. His name is Brandon Stratton. We've mentioned him several times on the podcast. Uh he thinks he knows a lot, but uh, he does. And uh, so, Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, Michael, you want to ask him anything? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> well, Brandon, we'll, we'll see you later. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't prep at all. Yeah, I don't I didn't. I didn't think we were gonna have anybody. Yeah, because on. how many times have we called you and then you you've been like, nah, that's okay. But uh, I guess we could talk about the big. I guess we could talk about the Super Bowl. Uh, but um, who do you got winning that game? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, I fucking hate the Patriots, but they are good. But I'm still going with the Rams. You have it as a high scoring game, or do you have a, like a prediction for a score? Mm, I haven't even thought about it, but uh, let's see. Neither one of them have really a good defense. They're both very high powered offenses. So, but Patriots definitely have the better. I think Patriots right now have like, the better defense. Maybe I can see it probably going. Well, you know, I, another thing that surprised me was the Patriots' run game in the, the playoffs. Yeah. And the Rams were able to stop the run game in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, they um, were able to shut down Zeke, so, our boy. Yeah, so it, it may not be as high a scoring as I thought. Maybe. I'm thinking maybe like a 21-17 game. Honestly. I think it would be higher than that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go 35-31. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, I was thinking something like that, or like 31-27. It depends. If, 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 if maybe, but I mean, if, if you think – if you think like uh, if the Patriots can can keep the ball, if they can keep the Rams off the field, and which is what they're great at in the playoffs. Like you said, their run game's getting better. Tom Brady is the best four yard thrower in the history of the NFL. And uh, so if they can just keep doing these short plays and you know converting on third downs like they did, they're, they're so good at third down. And I hate the Patriots too, but it's only because I'm jealous. And uh, yeah. but. Um, but yeah, they're they're a fucking good team, and they've always been a good team. They're always they've always been good at uh, making long drives when they have to in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. I think I think the Patriots are gonna beat them, and I say twenty one seventeen, New England. I think uh, I think that defense is really gonna show up, 
But uh, I could be completely wrong. Uh, Rams could go in there and throw 45 on them. So, uh, but we'll see. I'm going to stick with 35-31 Rams. You're not going to say you want 35-31 Rams? What? What do you think the key factor uh, is going to be in that game for the for the Rams? Brandon? Me? Yeah. The key factor for the Rams? Yeah. To stop their run game like they did, Zeke. I don't know. I think it's going to be more than that. I think... Because Sony be Michelle has showed so much in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, they, they look good. The run game looked good, but I think it's going to take a little more than that. I think they're going to have to stop... Uh, have to stop Brady, and uh, because you know everybody talks shit about that he only does these four yard plays and all kinds of shit. He only does four yard passes. Brady can do it all, man. He does what works, and and that works. Screen passes work. You know, five yard slants work. But if he has to, he'll do whatever he has to do to win, and uh, that's why I'm picking him to win. Uh, but but yeah, I'm excited to see it for sure. I predicted uh, Los Angeles versus Los Angeles uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. And the Patriots, they stomped the Chargers mainly because of their run game. Um, so after the Patriots beat the Chargers, my next prediction, of course, was supposed to be Los Angeles and Patriots. Because that knocked my Los Angeles Chargers out. And then Patriots and Rams were the next up. And so I think since I've been going with the Rams this whole time, not necessarily the Patriots, Rams will probably win. And I think it'll be because even though Brady is the GOAT and can do whatever he can do, the run game is what beat the Chargers. And so the Rams will work on the run game more than Brady. And that'll be what stops it. So I think it'll be 31-27 to 27 Rams. I think whoever, whoever uh, is able to control the time of possession, I think that's who's going to uh, – and the Rams have been so good at that too. Both teams have been good running the ball in the playoffs, and uh, I'm excited to see it. I think, I think other than the Chiefs and Rams, I think this is probably the second most exciting Super Bowl uh, that we could get this year. But, uh, but I think I think it's gonna. I think the score is gonna surprise a lot of people. I think it's gonna be lower scoring, and uh, like you said, neither one has great defenses. But I think one of those defenses, because but there's great defensive players on both teams. <clears throat> I think and the veterans, I think they're gonna step up and uh, do a good job. And uh, so I think it'll be a lower scoring game, and I can't wait for it. But uh, Baker, you have anything you want to say? Nope. No. Uh, I'm picking Rams. I don't think the Patriots are gonna do what they did the last few weeks. And I have no reason to back that up. <laughs> uh, that's, that's pretty much how every podcast goes. Yeah. I'll, I'll do like a whole fucking story of why I think something's going to happen. <laughs> and then he'll be like, I think Zahudo's going to win. And then Zahudo will win. And then I look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> look, I just gave you a fucking breakdown of what I thought was going to happen and why I thought it was going to happen. You fucking cocksucker. I just think, like you said earlier, uh, both people have awesome people on defense. Neither one of them are awesome defenses, but they've each got their own individual players, players that stand out. And uh, the you said the run game was key for both offenses. I think Todd Gurley stomps the other running back. He didn't really show up last week at all. I don't know why. They said some. What didn't they say it was a mental problem or something? 
They said there was, was no injury. He just stayed on but the sidelines. Anderson, and... Anderson, that motherfucker looks. Yeah, that dude looked awesome. Awesome, and he ran all over my Cowboys, and that pissed me off. So I, I, I just think that's what's going to give the Rams. I think it'll be a close game regardless who wins, but I think it'll be a high, high scoring game. Brandon, you mentioned earlier, and I wasn't going to bring this up, but you did. You mentioned earlier. Uh, this is moving on from the Super Bowl. Your preseason uh, picks about your picks with uh, um, the Patriots. And uh, or not the Patriots. You predicted the Rams and Chargers, which was pretty close. The Rams got in there, so good for you. But you also picked the Seahawks to go zero and sixteen, and I can't get that out of my mind. Before the NFL draft, how good of a draft did they have? Who did they draft that changed it from zero and sixteen to playoffs? Yeah, it's not like they had the greatest draft. They didn't draft Jimmy Garoppolo. Come on, man, he got hurt. If you would have stayed, if you would have stayed healthy, I would have given the Seahawks a few more losses. Uh, Sam Bradford. Did not do what he usually does for the Cardinals, and neither did David Johnson, one of the number one best running backs in the league. Neither one of them did shit for the Cardinals. Yeah, but you, but you're saying in a few more wins for the Seahawks. So after the NFL, you, you draft, predicted that Sam Bradford was going to have a good year. Four wins. You thought They're Sam Bradford was going to win the division, but going to beat the Seahawks? Yeah. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> he didn't do shit. You had a uh, you had the Patriots with a losing rookie, record too. That made it to where the Seahawks would, would do, do a little bit better. It's not Seahawks did way anyway, better. Seahawks did way I would better. Like to go back to the Super Bowl if you would let me. If you would have said like six and ten, I would have been like, okay, he just thinks they're gonna have a bad. But oh, and sixteen. When Russell Wilson's your quarterback, the Maybank oh, Panth the Maybank Panthers could could be the rest of his team, and if Russell Wilson's his quarterback, he's gonna win at least four games that year. Anyway, that, that was not my final prediction. I know it wasn't, but it's just, it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that thought. It's just that – and I know I know, I shouldn't bring it up. Yeah, my final prediction, I think, was six wins. Yeah, you said and six and ten. a little bit better than that because of the Cardinals and the 49ers not doing what they should have done. I know, but it's just uh, ever thinking at 0-16, that kind of – you had somebody going six and eleven or something like that. That was nasty. Or like I'm a, seven, I'm a, now seven it just sounds like we're roasting you, <laughs> and I'm not. And we hate you. And we hate you. And I want to fight you. So get over here now. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I would like to go back to the Super Bowl though, if we would. Go ahead, buddy. All right. So, can Tom Brady avoid a sack? What you mean talking about his mobility? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, can he run? No, he, he not he, not much. He can't run much, but he's good at throwing it away when he has to. He's got good yeah, quick just releases. Yeah, throwing away, and that's pretty much it. Just throwing away. So throwing throwing it off to you know short yardage, the running backs, and all that, right? Yeah, yeah, well, and that's what he's so what, good at. What do what do the Rams have that is probably the best player in the whole league right now? Aaron Donald. And what does he do? He's a pass rusher. Exactly. So if Aaron Donald can sack Tom Brady. That, that stops Tom Brady's passing game. If he could do it but, over and over again, I think if Aaron Donald gets one sack, that's not going to decide the whole game. But if he can do it over and over, but they're but they're so good at getting the ball out quick, and I promise you, they're they're game planning for that. And that's why I say that if they the Rams just worry about the short yardage and the run game, kind of like they did with the Cowboys to beat the Cowboys, if they just worry about that, then Aaron Donald can get to Brady and mess up his pass. Yeah. I think uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to have a huge game. I think Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> and here, and he healthy the whole game. Yeah, and and here and here's why I think that I think uh, they know what. 
okay, the Rams are great at stopping short plays, the run game. They're, that's that's what they're good at. That's what they've been good at in the playoffs. So I think they're going to make Brady beat him, <clears throat> which is the weirdest thing to say, that you're going to make the best quarterback of all time beat him. But I think that's kind of what they're going to do because they have some pretty good corners. Marcus Peters has been playing awesome, but I hate that fucking prick. And uh, But so I think they're going to try to make Brady beat him, and if they do make Brady beat him, uh, I think Gronk's going to have the big game. I think I, – bold prediction – Bronx going to have 11 catches, 142 yards, and two touchdowns. I can see it. You got any bold predictions? Uh, Brandon, give yours first. I'm, I'm going to come up with something good. I'm, I'm sorry. I was watching Lethal Weapon on Hulu. God uh, damn it. Damn, Brandon? You're in, the middle the, of, you're in the middle of a fucking interview right now. The biggest interview of your life. You've you're never watching had Lethal an Weapon? this life. All right, let me pause it. Yeah. <laughs> pause it 10 minutes ago, Brandon. Our TV's fucking off. We're outside. We're outside. We were watching porn earlier in mid-erection and mid-stroke and decided to stop because our friend Brandon called and we wanted to do an interview. You thought that you could take a fucking when minute. When it's time to step up, you put your dick away. You put your dick away. You didn't put your dick up, Brandon. You didn't Brandon. put your dick up. You stuck another dick in your ass. What the hell is wrong with you? Jesus. God damn. Next time I see you, I swear to God, I'm gonna. <laughs> but what? Uh, okay. What's your bold prediction for the Super Bowl? Yeah, you're, that you... is what we're getting at here. Is what's your bold prediction for the Super Bowl? No, no, no. Did you see? You didn't even hear what I said. Your dick is still out. <laughs> you didn't even hear what I said. No, I didn't. Brandon, I talked for twenty goddamn minutes just now. I said. Did you hang up? <laughs> oh, it sounded like you on go. <laughs> but, uh, all right. I said that I think Gronkowski – did you hear me say I think Gronkowski's going to be – have a big game? He's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that that's going to be their plan. Is it okay. trying to – Was that your bold prediction? No. Yeah, but I think <laughs> – I think that – my bold prediction is I think uh, Rob Gronkowski's going to have – 11 receptions, or did I say 10? You said 11. 11 receptions, 142 yards, and two touchdowns. You think he's going to look like Travis Kelsey against the Rams defense? I think overall, man, Gronkowski's probably the greatest tight end of all time. <laughs> Are you serious? All right. He yeah, is. That one, that one was a pretty bold one. <laughs> Who would you put above him other than Gonzalez? Oh, <laughs> or is that the Of, of all time. No. You don't. You don't know. You don't think anybody's better. You think there's better tight ends than Gronkowski? Me? Yeah, and I'm, I'm talking about of all time, not just this season or last season. Their careers. Well, I mean, Gronkowski is pretty damn good. I think he's. I, I, like I don't think there's ever Charles been a tight end like him. And Zach Ertz. Yeah, but that, Zach those Ertz guys are not. Yeah, he's nowhere near Gronkowski. Uh, Travis Kelsey is. I'll give you. I'll give you that one. But he's and so is the dude from uh, Kittle. George Kittle. But but they're still yeah, pretty new to the. Pretty good for yeah. But they're for, still pretty new to the league. But when you talk about the best yeah. of all time, I think Gronkowski is probably other than maybe Tony Gonzalez. I think Gronkowski may be the greatest tight end of all time, him or Gonzalez. But uh, but yeah, my bold prediction is that he has eleven receptions, one hundred forty-two yards, two touchdowns, and he's the MVP of the game. 
Gronkowski and Brandon, what is your bold prediction? Who do you think the key player is okay, going to be? First of all, if, if it don't matter if Gronkowski has 20 receptions for 300 yards and five touchdowns, if the Patriots win, Tom Brady's going to be the MVP of the game. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That's why it's a bold prediction. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess my bold prediction will be the Rams will have two defensive touchdowns. God damn, man, that's bold. That's bold. All right. Now, Brandon, Michael's going to speak here. Keep your dick in your pants. Keep Please. lethal weapon off. All right. Now, what do you think? Uh, I feel like I should have been thinking about mine this whole time. But <laughs> I'll say the Rams don't get any passing touchdowns. I think it's all on the ground. That's Whether not, it be, It's not that bold. I know what happened last week. <laughs> <laughs> happened last week against Saints. Uh uh, it's all right. Well, that was your bold prediction. That's my bold prediction. It's bold to me. All right, Brandon. Uh, you know, uh, my mine was really bold. <laughs> Maybe not two defensive touchdowns. <laughs> that's okay. No, that that I went out there too. I, I mean, you want to be bold. I mean, that's because if it happens, you're gonna look like a fucking genius. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, like like Baker's, that's what I'm saying. Baker always picks the easiest, and then it <laughs> happens, and then he looks like a genius. But uh, so uh, <clears throat> well, we appreciate you coming on, man. And uh, we're gonna let you get back to jacking off or whatever you're doing. You clearly can't stop. Because you clearly cannot stop jacking off. Nothing to. Say. Are you Brandon? <laughs> please be honest. Are you watching Lethal <laughs> Weapon right now? It's paused. Okay. Hey, is there a... Do you have social media or anything that you want people to follow you on? Or or do you... Any kind of I mean, shout-out you want to do? Facebook page. Facebook page? Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. hold on. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Your fantasy... Uh, uh, You just won your money league, right? Yeah, I won undefeated in my money league. How much money did you win? 150000 Oh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, all I did was win money to pay rent. <laughs> <laughs> can't beat that. I wish I could fuck. I had win some money so I could pay my rent this month. But uh, that's badass. Oh yeah, and not only did I win, go undefeated, win it all. We had a separate separate jackpot for whoever scored the most points all year long, like all the way up until the championship. The most points put together, mm-hmm. you win that. I won that too. Hell yeah, that's what's up. So I went undefeated, won the championship, and scored the most points. Are you gonna do it again? Ne- <clears throat> Are you gonna do it again next year? Yeah, and the way that we do our uh, uh, fantasy football money league is we do it the same as the NFL. So the final standings, you you reverse that, and that's the draft for next year. And also, if you are in last place this year, you have to pay the winner's entry fee next year. So you'll have the number one pick, but you have to pay twice the money. Damn. So yeah, she wouldn't do it. Yeah, I just wouldn't play. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, because the person who got last the first time probably got get last the next time. That's, that's actually not true. And, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's not uh, true, but but there's a lot of bad fantasy a, football a, players. It's a keeper league, too, so we get to keep one player. Um, but yeah, not, uh, last year I won it all, too. And then, uh, so I had the last pick in the draft, and I still won it all. Again, this year, went undefeated in most points everything. With the last draft, hell yeah! And it's not a snake draft; it's the same every round. Do you have any bold predictions for next year on on uh, 
who's going to be a huge fantasy player for next year. That maybe that that maybe wasn't a sleeper. Yeah, that maybe wasn't such a big player this year. That uh, next year will be one. Jimmy Garoppolo. Good job, Baker. Baker is stepping uh, up, man. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, like rookies this year, or just, just players. That no, 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 rookies, no, no rookies. Just, just well, some... if you want to add a rookie, you, you can you can say a rookie if you want to say one. But just a fantasy player that that next year that you think is really going to show up that maybe didn't show up too big this year. Uh, do injuries or just not performing well? Just. Just either. Just somebody that uh, you think is going to do real well this year that didn't do great last year. It could be a rookie. All right. Uh, the, person with the, the person that I have my biggest eye on for next year, his name's Carrion Johnson. He's a running back for the Detroit Lions. You're obsessed right. with You're that guy. You're obsessed with that guy, aren't you? A what? Wasn't that one of your fantasy names? Carry on my wayward son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you like that guy so much? I thought he was going to have a great rookie year, but he had to compete with, like, three other running backs, and then he had to deal with injuries. Yeah. So, but, yeah, he did show show up when he played. Um, he did do good. Just uh, he was splitting and dealing with injuries. So next year, he's going to be the lead back, and he'll hopefully be healthy. And if he is the lead back and healthy, he's going to blow up. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he's an explosive player. And uh be honest with you, I don't know too much about him, but I've seen him play a little bit. And uh, so, carry on, Johnson. That's who you're saying. Yeah. Okay, guys, you heard it here. So, draft him first. Draft him first, or probably pick him up in the fourth or fifth round. Like, I don't know. Maybe that, that's that's probably. <laughs> you probably get him at the waivers. You probably get him. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's gonna pick that fucker up. But uh. <laughs> but yeah. So Brandon. Who, who's yours? Huh? Who's your player? Uh. Let me think. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very bold. Alan Hearns is gonna be the top flex next year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you mean? Okay. I think Alan Hearns is gonna be a beast he next might, year. He might he might return next year, but not by week one. I think he will. Oh, they he said will. He's they on already good they, track. Are, they said he's gonna be good in August. They say he's gonna be good to play preseason games. Yeah, he then he might. I, I mean, I just want to risk it. But uh. Yeah, I think now that's obviously going to be somebody going, you're not going to draft. You're not going to be able to draft him, but you probably get him like, you know, as a free agent. You know, so uh, Baker, do you got anybody? Uh, if you include injuries, Jimmy Garoppolo. If you don't include injuries, I will say Jimmy Garoppolo is a big one, but uh, he's obvious kind of. I'll say Jimmy Graham. He kind of got buried this you year. Know what? Uh, Another player that had like a rookie year this year that, that he, he did have some injuries that everyone's probably gonna they found the extremely stupid for saying, um, but I think he's gonna have a better year next year is uh, Josh Allen, quarterback for the Bills. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that too. I think Josh Allen is gonna be a really good player. I think he's a rookie right now, and he, he was a rookie this year, and he's just getting his feet wet, and he doesn't have the best team around him. But I think the Bills are doing <coughs> good things. Uh, to make it better for him, and uh, I saw somewhere they were going after another quarterback in the draft. That fucking coach. That's got to be the dumbest coach. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, get him. Get him on so I can debate him. <laughs> What's the Bills' coach name, Brandon? I can't. I can't right. look it up because my device is being used. Hold on, I'll look it up. We got it. Yeah, and I'm talking on mine. So. Is it Sean McDermott? Who's Sean McDermott? 
Is he the Bills coach? I'm gonna look it up I'm, real quick. Don't don't hang up, Brandon. Talk to Brandon uh, stuff while I'm looking this up. Um, where do you still want to talk about fantasy? Who is your? Who are you taking first overall? Assume you have the first overall pick in your biggest draft, which I know you don't. But who are you taking first overall? Uh, Sean McDermott. I was right. Okay, so their coach name is Sean McDermott, and uh, he's a fucking idiot. Last year, dude, dude, he he loved Nathan Peterman. He gave Nathan Peterman every fucking opportunity in the world uh, to for him to shine. And you know why? I think that fucker is racist. I really do. I think Sean McDermott, and I'm going off on this bitch right now. He's got to be the worst fucking human being to ever be in football. When Tyrod Taylor, every quarterback's going to have at least one bad game a year, okay? At least. Even the greats. Okay? Fucking uh, Tyrod Taylor had a bad game. Not this year, but the year before that. And I don't know if you guys remember, but he pulled Tyrod Taylor to put in the fucking white guy. And then he threw four and then he picks. he threw five picks in the first half. That's never been done. He threw five picks in the first half. And uh, and then uh, pulled Tyrod back in the game. I think they got down like 40 to like zero in the first half, uh, the Bills. And then they came back. And the Bills were actually coming back when Tyrod came back into the game. And he, to me... Why the fuck was he not fired? And as long as he's there, and if they go after another quarterback, I didn't know that till just now. Uh, if they're actually going to go after another quarterback, that is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. When you have now, if you go after a veteran, you know, for someone to like coach. But if you're going, was he talking about in the draft going after another quarterback? Yeah, the uh, the guy I can't Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. They're going to yeah. go after him. That's fucking stupid. That is fucking, and it'll never work for him. It, that dude's a fucking moron. I was talking about the season before this one, yeah, last season. Oh, okay. okay. About when he benched him for Nathan Peterman. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nate, yeah, Nathan Peterman was a terrible Maybe he's not racist. If he's going, if he's trying to get Murray now, then maybe he's not racist. But, uh, uh, just you know, stupid. Maybe he's just fucking stupid. Don't know what he's doing. I don't know why the hell he's even there. And, uh, <laughs> the dude had a pretty good fucking team with Tyrod Taylor, and then they traded him to get another, or not trade, yeah, but they let him go to the Browns to get another quarterback, and I get it if you want to start out younger, and uh, with Josh Allen, a lot of people think Josh Allen's going to be great, and uh, which, you know, still, what's the word I'm looking for? We're still, we're still, uh, we're still trying to see if he's going to be great, but uh, I think, I just think the way he did shit, and uh, letting Tyrod go, and then, uh, bringing him in, and then you realize, well, I don't know if he's going to be my quarterback either. Look what that's going to do to his confidence. You know, as a young quarterback, you need to, you want your quarterback to gain confidence. And even, you know, when Troy Eggman, Troy Eggman was sacked, I think, a million times his rookie career. And then, uh, not really, but It's an really. official stat. And, uh, and then his second year, he was sacked a bunch too. I think they went 1-15 the first year, 7-9 the next, and he was just getting better. You could see him getting better, see him getting better. Then he went 11 and 5, you know, and then he won the Super Bowl the next year. And you have to let these quarterbacks look at Jared Goff right now. You've got to get him, got to give these yeah. rookie quarterbacks a, a learning curve. If you don't, the shit's never going to look at fucking um, Alex Smith. When Alex Smith, I don't know how long you guys have been watching football, but when he came in to the league, it was 2000. I believe he got drafted in 2004 or 2000. What year did Aaron Rodgers? 2005, 2005 is the same. Okay, year. so 2005. 
he got drafted. Uh, and he went from coach to coach to coach to coach with the 49ers. They never had uh, – when he played for the 49ers, and he never had uh, consistency. And he looked like a bust because he was the first overall pick. He looked like a fucking bust. And then when he finally got a, a, a good coach, somebody who believed in him, um, Jim uh, Harbaugh. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh. Uh, he stuck with he stuck with him until he got hurt for a game. Then he went with Colin Kaepernick, which I think was a dumb move. He should have stuck with him. But but what I'm saying is is look how good he turned out. Look how good Alec, which he's still not the best, but he look at what he could have been if he would have had somebody behind him from the start. If he would have had somebody behind him who trusted him, believed in him, they need that. These and they're young. They're so young when they come in. These 21, 22 year old kids when they fuck up. They don't need to always be benched or always have somebody in to come get their job. They need to, it's going to sound gay, but it's just like your son. Like, you need to hug your son and say, it's going to be okay. Like I do for you, Baker. Thanks, man. It's, we're going to be okay, and that Brandon. That me up. And then uh, that's what you have to do with rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, what is this big, just like, whole backing up? Who are we talking about again? Like, <laughs> Brandon, you know, like, if you don't turn, <laughs> if you don't get lethal, we- <laughs> lethal Weapon off of your TV. No, no, it's, it's still paused. I was listening to the way, but he went off. Like, he started going. It started because of Nathan Peterman. It started and because Tyra of Nathan Taylor. Peterman, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. You just, you're like, look at this. This is another example from this. I was just using examples. I'm terrible about that. Minutes. I, I forgot what we were talking about for a second. <laughs> well, nobody jumped in. So I was just going off. I, I felt passion. I didn't want to get in the middle of that. His shirt's off. <laughs> My shirt is off. Now, my dick is out. <laughs> we have Lethal Weapon on the TV. Well, yeah, man. I just I just, I just, just don't like that. I just think you have to believe in these rookie quarterbacks more than, um, like in the fucking, you know, when Lamar Jackson, uh, when he was having issues off the field, I mean, not off the field, when he was having issues in that playoff game, they were booing him and uh, booing him, booing him, booing him. And he needs to know what it feels like to fail because he really hadn't done it yet. You have to, you have to understand failure, and uh, you know. And then they very easily could have pulled him out of that game. And who to know? Maybe Joe Flacco would have came back in that game. But your future is Lamar Jackson. That's what you put your money in. That's what you put your draft picks in. That's what you're put, putting your future in. So, so you don't think that they should be? Uh, they should learn uh, when you said that coaches think they're not the answer and that they're failures. You said you don't think they should learn that, and then after he had a bad game in the playoffs and people were booing him, you think he should know failure? I think I think, I think the, the right thing, what I'm saying, I think the right thing to do was let him come in. And look, he started figuring it out at the end of that game. He started coming back. I think they only ended up losing by one possession, like 23-17 to 17 or whatever it was, and it was 23-3. to 3. But he started coming back. Let him fill that out. He'd never been in a game that huge, Lamar Jackson. You let these quarterbacks understand failure. They have to learn. I think he's going to be the quarterback next year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lamar Jackson for sure. And oh, yeah. props to fucking John Harbaugh. Dude, one of the best coaches in the league that I don't think gets gets the credit. I mean, that that's a smart thing to do. He didn't put his veteran back in. He thought, we're going to go with our future. We know this is our future. We're gonna get something. Uh, I'm thinking maybe. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I wouldn't mind. I don't think it's gonna happen. But Dallas needs a backup, man. 
And I think uh, Joe Flacco as a backup. Joe Flacco as a backup. If he <coughs> he'd be a good paying backup quarterback, but he may Jacksonville's a good one. Maybe Jacksonville, but they were talking about getting Nick Foles. Uh, there's other teams too. If see, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against the Bills getting Joe Flacco as a veteran to help uh, Josh Allen. You know what I'm saying? But what do y'all think about him going to like Miami Dolphins? Jacksonville Jaguars. I was talking. That's what I said. Yeah, Jacksonville would be. I think Jacksonville would be a good fit. Miami. I could see Miami. I just. I don't know. I used to think Joe Flacco was this great quarterback, and he was at one time when he won that Super Bowl. And uh, I used to think he was such a good quarterback. I hate to see him fall off the way he has. But but maybe his. I don't know if you guys remember, but when Kurt Warner, Kurt Warner was this awesome, great quarterback with the St. Louis Rams in the late 90s, early 2000s. He fell off. He didn't play as well. Somebody named Mark Bulger took his job. Then he went to the Giants, lost his starting job there to Eli Manning, and then he went to uh, uh, Arizona as a backup. What I'm saying is maybe what happened to Joe Flacco as a backup. He went to Arizona. Ended up winning the starting job and then took the Arizona Cardinals to the Super Bowl. Sometimes you may need just a little reboot, you know. Just sit down a little bit, understand what you did wrong. I don't fucking know. I've never, I barely ever thrown a football in my life. But it's just from what I see on the field. Yeah, that's a, that's a fucking good one. Good job, Brandon. Good job. Watching. One year contract to Joe Flacco until Smith can come back. If he can come back, because they're talking about how he was looking good, he just might miss all the 2019. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, Brandon, uh, so we're we're gonna get your final uh score prediction on the Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna do everybody's, and then uh, we're gonna let you go because we got to talk about some MMA, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. But real quick, what is your uh Super Bowl prediction for next week's big game? Uh, 31 to 27 Rams. Awesome. Okay, Baker. 35-31 Rams. And I'm going to lowball it. I'm picking 21-17 New England Patriots. And, uh, Brandon, awesome having you on, man. I know we talk shit, but we're just joking. And uh, God bless. You have a good one. All right. Have a good one. Well, that was our good buddy, Brandon Stratton. Uh, good dude, awesome dude. He does a lot of fantasy football advice stuff on Facebook. I think he does, may do some and Instagram and stuff, too. But, uh, yeah, he's a cool guy. He'll probably be on sometime uh, in the future again. But we want to move on to the fight last night that happened. Uh, Ryan Bader and Fedor Emelianenko, who Baker once again got it right by just taking the safe by just taking, taking the, the safe, safe pick. pick. Not saying why, why it would happen. <laughs> he just said some somebody. And, uh, but, you know, you were right. And uh, so now I gotta suck your dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, Show's going nowhere. <laughs> I'm trying to be a teacher. Uh, yeah, that's how I, or I can't say that's how I saw it going. That's who I saw winning, but I didn't think that's. I didn't think it was gonna be a 25 yeah, second knockout. Yeah, you actually said he was gonna dominate by wrestling. Yeah, right? I thought he was just gonna take him down, like kind of like Mitri owned, yeah. but but I didn't see a 25 second knockout. Vader's but, for real, and I just saw that. Bader already had somebody to just call them out. Somebody in Bellator? Yeah. Gay guard Musasi, I'm assuming. Chell P. Sonnen. Really? 
Yeah. And the then guy that he, lost and then in he the deleted second round. The tweet. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Bellator <laughs> probably him. said, hey, we're trying to do something else. I would like to see. And, you know, when Gegard went in to the UFC, Gegard said that he wants to do middleweight, light heavyweight, and even heavyweight. I wouldn't mind seeing Gegard go up because there's no way Ryan Bader can make middleweight. No. I wouldn't mind seeing Gegard trying to do the uh, middleweight fight. Or, excuse me. The uh, light heavyweight fight. And then the heavyweight. And then if he beats uh, Bader at light heavyweight, hell, he may try to be the only person ever to be a three-time champion at one time. And if somebody in Bellator is going to do it, he's the one to do it. And middleweight, light heavyweight, yeah. Because I think, I think right now you have three great fo- – you have three – Great fighters, uh, and that's Roy in Bellator. That's Roy McDonald, Fate, uh, Ryan Bader, and uh, Gegard Mousasi. So, I think, and Gegard just beat Rory, and uh, so now, really, let's just say the two best in the game, I and mean, they're really close to weight. Uh, Gegard's fought at light heavyweight before, and uh, so he's familiar with it. He was a strike force light heavyweight champion. And uh, so I think it's not out of the possibility at all that them two meet next. And uh, I would like to see that fight. I think the winner of that fight is the greatest Bellator fighter of all time. No fucking doubt about it. Um, a lot of people are calling for that fight, so I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. Yeah, and then, hell, who knows? Fucking if he beats uh, beats him at 205 for the light heavyweight belt, he may say, I want the heavyweight belt too. And then he holds the middleweight, the light heavyweight, and the heavyweight. And then when uh, Gegard's contract with Bellator's up, UFC may may want to respect him a little more, pay him a little more money. They should. I don't to see get him they, back. I don't know why they didn't see that in him before. Yeah, he just beat Chris Weidman. And yeah, he did, all that but... happened is he got caught by uh, he got caught by Uriah Hall, and I think that set him back way too much. And he even beat the shit out of Uriah Hall the second time. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the UFC didn't see in Gegard Mousasi, but that dude's a fucking monster. I really think, I really think he may be the best middleweight in the world. He, he could be. And, but uh, at least Bellator saw that the UFC fucked up. But they're talking about Lyoto and Gegard too, so I'm not sure. Uh, I wouldn't want to see that. Or I, I would, but not near as much as Bader and yeah. Gegard. Yeah, that would be the biggest fight in UFC. Excuse me, Bellator history. So, uh, yeah, that'd be fun to see. And then it would make even more sense to make the Bellator <clears throat> UFC card we've been calling for, especially yeah. you. If it ever happens, you heard it here first, and, folks. And the beatdown wants credit. And the beatdown wants credit because nobody else has ever said it. Ever. <laughs> no, I mean, it used to happen. They used to do UFC, used to go over to Pride and fight. I would like, the both of them are fucking smart guys, I'm sure. Scott Coker and UFC, maybe they can co-promote each other. And then look, if Gegard Mousasi beats Ryan Bader, he's the great he he is the greatest Bellator fighter ever, possibly the greatest middleweight ever. And there's probably no competition after that if he beats Ryan Bader. You could say Leoto, but Leoto's like 41 years old. Depending and, um, what weight class he decided to stay at. Yeah, but okay, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think Gegard and jo- and uh, like John Jones. I don't see. That. I think John's probably yeah. too big for him. But if Gegard wins the light heavyweight belt, and then say he even has to do one more thing and win the heavyweight belt, he said he'd do it. Uh, hell, let him come to the UFC, go back down to middleweight. They can co-promote each other. They're going to make a shit ton of money against whoever the champion is at that time. 
you know, I think Gagar would beat Robert Whitaker right now. I think Gagar would beat Kelvin Gaslam right now. I don't know there's a lot of guys that the Gagar wouldn't fucking beat at middleweight. Maybe in the UFC's light heavyweight division. But he's not the story. Uh, it's Bader. And you can say the same thing about Bader. Hell, Bader's contracts. This was Bader's last fight on his contract with Bellator. But it's going to be, uh, they already said they're working on a new one. So, you know he's going to fight with Bellator again. But uh, but maybe they try to co-promote something with Bader and uh, Jones too. You know? Do you see that one going any differently? Bader looks I, better than he's ever looked. Yeah, by far. And but, I mean, he he looks like he looks like, and he looked good at the end of his UFC career. And uh, what was his last fight, <coughs> Latifi, or was there something after that? I think it was uh, was it Blackwoods? I don't. The last thing I remember is the Latifi knockout, that crazy yeah. knee through. Yeah, maybe. Let me look that up. I think it's crazy how well is like. Success translated to heavyweight. Yeah, a lot of times that's a risky thing to do. But he yeah, but the thing is, is he like, last night he was two hundred thirty eight pounds. That's the magic number. About two forty, two thirty eight, maybe a little too small. About two forty, two forty five. You look the best heavyweights in the world. I guarantee you, you're not ever going to see a two sixty five er. They're always two forty. Maybe you know DC's two fifty something. That's what he's been walking around lately. What was Stipe? Stipe was like two forty. Stipe's not a very big guy. Stipe, if you really wanted to, could probably fight it. Like that was Edward. a huge dude when I met him. Yeah, like he's he looks, not 265. He looks big on TV, but meeting him up close, I, he's tall. He's got a big ass head, too. Yeah. His head looks like a bowling ball. Think he's got a big dick? Very well could. I bet he's got a fucking monster slong. <laughs> but, uh, it's always got to get weird at the end, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I feel like you always bring it back to dicks. I don't want to. It's part of my brain. That's where it goes. Before we talk about any more dicks, because uh, you know it's going to happen, I also want to talk about the... Uh, you didn't see the fights live last night, but uh, I watched them here by myself. And uh, Aaron Pico and Henry Corrales, I was really looking forward to that. Corrales, I believe, has fought for the belt before on 12 days notice. And uh, he came up short. And Pico... A lot of people were expecting him to win that fight. I was thinking Corrales would be tough. I, I'm still kind of thinking that uh, Pico was going to knock him out, but I thought it was going to be one of his toughest fights to date. And um, Pico dropped Corrales. He, he came was too fucking aggressive, way too aggressive. He knocked him out in the first, in the, I think it was the first minute of the fight. And then uh, Corrales was able to get his shit back together. And then Pico like almost kind of like tried to reset. And then when he reset, uh, Corrales knocked him out. And uh, it was a clean fucking knockout. And uh, as clean as you can get. There was people that cashed in on that fight. Because Pico was a negative 540 favorite. That's crazy. Somebody bet 100 bucks on him. They won $540. That's and also, uh, Jake Hager, uh, as known as Jack Swagger in the WWE, he had made his debut last night against a guy that works at a tire shop. That's uh, not a joke either. J.W. Kaiser. And uh, I don't like who they gave him. I don't like that. I don't. But he is a professional fighter. He's had two professional fights before, and he's one. He was one on one. So they did give him a, a professional fighter, and he was in there. But God, that didn't look good. He got taken down immediately, and uh, uh, Hager got an arm triangle, and 
J.W. Kaiser tapped out pretty quick. Did he look good? Considering all what you just said, the opponent and everything. Did, he took like, him down. Like, uh, do you see a future he immediately, in MMA? He didn't try to strike at all. He, Yeah, I do. I definitely do. I think the UFC, his next fight, they should give him they should give him somebody, you know. Somebody where he could show yeah. what he can do or can't do. This may be too far, way too far. But Roy Nelson looks like he's at the end of his career. So I don't know how good he is anymore. But he's a big name. If Jake Hager could somehow get a win over Roy Nelson. That'd be huge. That'd be huge for him. And then, uh, you know, maybe you could rush that guy into a title shot and it works. Because he's already 36 years old. So if they're going to do anything with him, they need to do it quick. And uh, and Roy Nelson's good as hell on the ground, too. So if he could, even if taking him down. he just doesn't like to go to the ground. How good is he now, though? I think he's gotten so out of shape and doesn't give a shit anymore. If you take Roy Nelson down to the ground, he'll just, just fucking lay let there. You have it. Yeah, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. He's just not the fighter he used to be, but he's still a big name, still a fan favorite. So uh, I think if Hager can, I think if Hager, if I think that that would be a fight to make. But that's a it's a huge fucking jump in competition. Yeah, a huge fucking jump, and I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. But Bellator's done some crazy shit before. Bellator's. You know, done some things, and it would sell. That fight would fucking Gracie sell. Gracie and Shamrock, when they're both 50 years old. Yeah, that was crazy. But this fight would sell, and if you really want to up Hager, I mean, he's going to have to win if you want him to, and he's going to have to beat top guys if you want him to be your star. So, uh, you know, I would like this. I, that's a fight that I think that they can make. It'd be a fun fight to make. But we'll see. That is... Uh, all the time we have here on the beatdown. And just one more time, I want to uh, say thank you to our guest today, Brandon Stratton. He's an awesome dude. And, uh, Baker, do you have anything you want to say? I don't. I think it went well. I liked having him on. Yep. Uh, word on the street is, ladies, he's looking. He's looking for somebody to... Fuck! Uh, he ain't trying to love. Let's... He ain't trying to date and pamper you. He's trying to take you out, and wait, I didn't mean take you out. He's trying to, he's, 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 look, he's trying to fuck. <laughs> so, uh. You heard what he does with, with lethal weapon. With lethal he's, weapon. He's trying to show you he's his lethal He's talking about his lethal weapon, ladies. Word on the street is it's a hoe three inches, and, uh. Boom. He knows what to do with it, so. Yeah, Brandon, you're welcome. Best two minutes of your life. Yeah, uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's gonna he blocked us both on Facebook. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, next Friday, I know we've said it a hundred times, but next Friday we're gonna do a cast, and uh, I say cast because they sound cooler than podcast, and uh, we will be going to video next Friday. Mark my words, and we will be live streaming. So, damn. Uh, <laughs> Baker didn't even know that, but we will be for real. So, uh, so follow us on everything. So we'll follow us on everything. YouTube, just type in the Beatdown Podcast. You know our logo. Follow that one. It'll be on there. Uh, Twitter, it's BTDN Podcast <laughs> at BTDN Podcast. <laughs> Instagram, the Beatdown Podcast. Snapchat, Beatdown Podcast. Follow it all. Also, and uh, I want to. Uh, Thank everybody. I want to thank everybody who has been listening. Anyone who has subscribed to our YouTube channel or uh, our 
on Anchor. Uh, we appreciate it big time. You guys are awesome. Um, keep telling your friends and, uh, you know, to listen. And, you know, we have fun doing it. So, but we appreciate it. We really appreciate it. And uh, from the bottom of our hearts to your hearts, you can go fuck yourselves.